Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is a four-time Broadway actress who was in the original company of The Prom and Flying Over Sunset. She also is on the national tour of the hit Broadway musical Beetlejuice playing Delia Dietz. My guest today is Kate Marley. What was it like getting to sing Elton John material for the first national tour of Billy Elliot? Uh, it was a dream come true because I'm a huge Elton John fan. We actually worked with him, so he came and worked with us. I know. I'll have to send you a picture of us. Um, he came to, to work with us at opening night, etc., both in Toronto and in Chicago. Um, just the most kind, warm man. And, you know, so, I mean, he's a, he's a legend. He's an yeah. Oh, it was definitely a dream come true to work with him and also to sing the music. It's one of my favorite shows I've ever done is Billy Elliot. And I did it for a long time. I did it for probably about a little less than two years. So it's like a year and 10 months. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a long time for like one show. It is. Yeah. And you have to really love the show. Um, and to, to, you know, to be able to do a show, eight shows a week for that long uh, a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just one of those shows that is just, um, the choreography, the music, mm-hmm. the performances, you know, it's, you know, Tony Award winning show. It was, it was a, it was a true, um, dream to, to do the show, but also really to work with Elton John. I mean, who oh. gets to say that? I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. Did you have fun with the choreography in the show? Because I never had to see the show in person because I was very, very young when it was on Broadway. So I sadly wasn't able to see it. But like from what I've seen on the internet, I mean, it looks... Mwah. A genius. Peter Darling um, is an absolute genius. His choreography was not only Billy Elliot, he also did Matilda, um, the musical, and he also did um, Groundhog Day. Oh, I've heard of that. Um, the musical. He's just one of those artists, um, choreo- choreo- choreography artists that just breaks the mold. Like his choreography is um, a completely different style. Um, it's more pedestrian, um, but also mixes in with um, ballet technique and um, really sharp movements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's super cool to do. Very difficult though, I will say, because it's a lot of like sharp movement here sharp movement here mm-hmm. so you're pedestrian but you're also dancing it like a pedestrian so people like me who are you know ballet dancers you know it's, sometimes it's more difficult to dance more simple yeah um, um but it was it was incredible that show i think besides the music the choreography was the best part about doing that show was being able to do solidarity um, his choreography for the big song Electricity for Billy out for the actual role of Billy. Um, it was incredible. It was just one of those rare experiences that I was fortunate enough to, to be given. Yeah. When you were in My Fair Lady, did you get to go on as Mrs. Pierce a lot over the course of the Broadway run? I didn't. Um, the wonderful Linda Muggleston, who played Mrs. Pierce on Broadway, originated the role on Broadway and then stayed with it for the entire run. Um, Linda, you know, she she rarely called out. She took a vacation, um, which you were allowed to take um, every six months. You could take a week-long vacation. And some people choose to and some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but Linda took one. And so I was able to go on for five performances of the eight. Um, and so I got, I got a nice healthy run at least. Mm-hmm. Um, at least you got to do it. Oh yeah. And it wasn't just, you know, one time. Sometimes I've been on for roles where I've only performed the role once and that was yeah. it. 
Um, so it was, it was, it was, a it was a blessing, but I got to do it five times. So, Cause you're the first couple, it kind of refining your way, mm-hmm. kind of making discoveries in the role itself, right. making mistakes here and there, a little bit unsure of what you're doing. And then the second show gets easier. And then around the third show, you're like, Oh, I know what I'm doing now. And now I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. So like the fourth and fifth show was like gravy for me. Um, and I got to have family and friends come and see me. Um, that was really special. Yeah. And also another difficult role because it's Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> what did you enjoy most about being in a, like a full on original, original production like The Prom? Because this is because The Prom is not based on anything. No, it's, well, it's not based on anything, but the story of Emma um, is actually based on a real event. I will say that. Um, oh. Uh, a real young lady. I, oh gosh, it's been so many years. I feel terrible that I cannot remember um, I the, the city or state that it was in. I'm probably going to, to butcher the city or state. I, I want to say it was Minnesota or, or mm-hmm. one of those um, states. Um, she wanted to take her girlfriend to the prom. And uh, the PTA basically reacted by saying, no, we don't support um, um, homosexuality, so you cannot bring your date. That actually happened, and she sued the, the board. The board oh, wow. One. So um, that was, I, I, I can't remember what year. Again, I'm going to butcher it. I believe it was, what, 2010 or 2011, maybe? Uh, yeah. That this actually happened. Um, and so our creators of the show, Bob Martin, who wrote the book, Matthew, Matthew Sklar, um, Chad uh, Begelin, who wrote the music, they came together and decided this is a really important story to share with Broadway um, and to make it also a, a comedy at the same time. So it's mixed with, you know, really um, important themes mm-hmm. and uh, things that people can identify with at the same time with crazy comedy musical theater. So a happy um, medium of both. Exactly. You know, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I started with the show at the out-of-town tryout at the Alliance Theater in 2016. Yeah. Um, so I did that one where we really started creating the show on its feet, choreography. The book was changing all the time. Mm-hmm. Music was changing all the time. Um, it's really an, an, an incredible experience to work on an original musical from the ground up. Yeah. Watch it grow and change and develop yeah. and blossom. Um, and new people come in, new cast members, you know, there's sometimes a rotation of people coming in and out of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were fortunate enough to transfer to Broadway, uh, in 2018. And we did a, a full month long workshop in January of 2018, which was about a year and a half after we had done the out of town tryout at the Alliance theater mm-hmm. to make more changes and more changes were made. And then we went to Broadway in October of 2018. And I have to say that I've been very fortunate in my career with incredible experiences like Billy Elliot, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, you know, so many. Um, the prom is really special to me. It's a very and special everything. It is. And I just, um, I don't think anything will top that experience. It, it was just to, to, to create this show with the team for basically four years. Yeah was really special but the, also this company this cast it was just one of the a group of people another rare experience like Beth Lovell Brooks Ishmanskis Christopher Sieber Angie Schwar Caitlin Kinnanen Izzy McCall you know we, this, this group this cast is a true family um and I was happy to go to work every day mm-hmm. I was 
annoyed to be there. I was always excited to go to work. Um, and that's, that's it for almost a year. We, we did the show for a year, almost a year on Broadway. And that, once again, is a rare experience to be surrounded by people you love so much and to have that much fun on stage. Yeah. So it, it was, it's truly like top notch experience. Yeah. And Collins Conley was also, yeah, yeah, I interviewed Collins. She's one of the smartest people I think I've ever met in my life. So smart. Um, and smart in every sense of the word. Book smart, street smart. She's just also one of the most beautiful spirits. She was, um, she played, her the role was, I believe, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in the Prom Alliance Theater 2016. It got, the name got changed to um, um, Shelby on Broadway. Oh, Kaylin West's. Yes. So the two mean girls, um, originally the names were Ashley and Mandy in the out of town tryout in 2016. And then it got rewritten for Broadway. It was Kaylee and Shelby. So Collins was originally one of the two mean girls. Uh, Yeah. I interviewed Alexa Magro, who was the Kaylee on tour. Yes. And I joined the tour for just one week. Just for one week, I got to do the tour as Dee Dee Allen, which was um, another wild experience for me. Uh, I, that, that is, that is, that's a story for, for, a, for a time. It was crazy. Um, I was on vacation in France, and they were completely down of all Dee Dee Allens, which is the Beth level role. Yeah. And all their covers were, I believe, the actual role, uh, actress who played the role, my friend Courtney Ballen, who was with me on Broadway. Um, she had COVID and, um, another understudy, I believe had COVID and then another understudy was on vacation and they had nobody to go off for the roles. They were going to cancel the show and they called me and I was in France and they said, well, we'll fly you out all the way from France to San Francisco to play this role. So I got to do it for a week in San Francisco at the Golden Gate, which I was just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like full circle. You're like, oh, probably when you walked in the Golden Gate for Beatles, you're like, oh, I came in here uh, from France. Terrible. I know this place. Yeah. yeah. As a standby and flying over Sunset, how often did you get to go on out of like the course of an eight show week? Um, not very often. Once oh. again, it was um, it was a short run. It right. was only um, I want to say three month run. Yeah, it wasn't on Broadway for very long. Well, Lincoln Center um, Theater is, they, they don't do usually open-ended runs. They're, oh. they're usually a limited run um, Broadway house. Um, My Fair Lady, the, the big, big, beautiful, flowery um, revivals, like My Fair Lady, South Pacific, The King and I, those shows tend to run longer because they're they're, they're big money makers. People right. want to see beautiful um, revivals. But, like, new, new plays or revival plays or... Um, original musicals like flying over sunset they're always limited runs and then if they want to extend them they can um but flying over sunset was always slated to be a limited run Mm -hmm. so we knew we were closing first week of february uh we closed two weeks earlier due to um well due to ticket sales but also omicron covid variant right it was broadway out of whack Mm -hmm. um but i went on for i believe total of the three-month run, 14 performances, which actually is quite a lot. Yeah. I was on for um, the role of Maria Huxley, who uh, was played by the brilliant Laura Shoup on Broadway. Um, Very different role than I've ever played before. 
Um, and uh, I got to play opposite my friend, Harry Haddon Payton, who played Aldous Huxley in Flying Over Sunset. We also did Life for Lady Broadway together. Cool. Um, that was a special role, special show. Another crazily rare experience to work with this team, James Lapine, who wrote Into the Woods, Sunday in the Park. You know, I mean, these... these this Falsettos, yeah. Just you know, out of this world experience again to create the show with them from mm-hmm. Broadway and pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. Right, with Erica Henningsen when she was part of something. Yes, yes, she was um, She was originally in the show with us pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. She played the role of Anne, and then um, she, just, uh, she had other, other things that were happening in her career, so she wasn't able to join us for the um, post-pandemic run of Broadway. Mm-hmm. But I did Huxley for about, I think it was like 11 or 12 performances. Um, and then I was on for Claire Booth Loose, which is the star role uh, played by Carmen Cusack. Yeah. So I got to go that. And that was an experience. That was a wonderful, scary, exhausting, beautiful experience. Yeah is an absolute beast. I'm um, sure. never leaves the show, uh, never leaves the stage in all of Act 2. She's on stage the whole time with crazy, um, huge, like, show-stopping ballads, show-stopping belt numbers. Oh, like, yeah. Pouring out of you, which Carmen Cusack specializes in. Mm-hmm. These kinds of levels, like Bright Star. Um, and to watch Carmen and to really learn from her, um... Was a, was, was a real treat. She's a, she's a beautiful human being, but also an incredible actress and, and singer. She's just, she's just a rare, a rare artist. Um, and so to go on for that role was, was really special for me. Yeah. What made you say yes to going back, to going back on tour with Beetlejuice? Well, you know, I'm going to tell you, Jamie, I actually technically never been on tour because Billy Elliot was a Broadway sit down production in Chicago for a year. Uh, we were actually supposed to go on tour, um, but we were selling so well in Chicago that they kept us there. Basically, it was like Broadway company moved to Chicago. We just stayed there for a year. Uh, um, and then after that, they moved us to Toronto for nine months. So I actually never went on tour, which is why Beetlejuice is really special because it's my first time traveling the country with a show. Yeah. Um, so I said yes for a myriad of reasons, but the main one is I have wanted to do Beetlejuice <laughs> since I saw the show in 2019 at the Winter Garden um, before the marquee run. I saw the show while I was doing prom, and I went, I have to do this show. It is so fun and wacky and wild and crazy. So my type of humor. Um and I, I, you know, I, I, I'm fortunate to play, you know, another dream role, Adelia. Yeah. Um, and uh, Leslie Kritzer is a friend of mine who originated it all the way from the National Theater um, out of town trial in D.C. Yeah. All the way to like, close to the marquee. Um, it's, this, is, this is a true dream come true. I wanted to do this show and to originate a principal role on tour for a very long time. So this, yeah. is, this is top notch. Yeah. The fans of this show are unmatched i mean i thought the prom fans were um amazing and and they are i mean the prom fans are you know amazing fans the beetlejuice fans 
are are committed fans. They mm-hmm. love this show and the, these characters and this music so much, um, and they're the reason why. Yeah. So came back to to the marquee. They literally brought it back, which yeah. is unheard of. Oh yeah. 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 So so. Is Delia a fun track to have? Delia is one of, she's definitely on her own planet. (laughs) Um, I am having an absolute blast playing her. Um, The creative team, Alex Timbers, um, his associate director, Katie Davis, um, the Eddie Perfect who wrote the music, Anthony King who wrote the book, etc. Connor Gallagher, the choreographer, um, they've kind of given us a little bit more freedom in creating the tour roles. Um, we're not carbon copy, cookie cutter of what the Broadway production was. Mm-hmm. We're kind of doing our own thing, which I'm, I'm really grateful for to not be like pigeonholed into exactly what um, the brilliant Leslie Kritzer did. I can mm-hmm. actually create it myself. So I've had a blast. Yeah. Um, making her kooky spiritualness. I literally, um, Delia and I have a lot in common. We're both very spiritual beings, crystals. I mean, literally, I have my crystals right here. Love it. I carry them with me, just like Delia would, which is also funny. Um, she is just, she's so much fun, and she has so much heart and and affection and love for Lydia, um, and to really make a character that you kind of have to grow to love, because she's just charming and just wants to, she wants to help Lydia overcome the grief of her mother, um, it really all comes out of love and affection and kindness. Um, that's a, that's, that's a, it's a, it's a really beautiful experience for me, but also all the prat falling I do in the show, I do so much prat falling. I am throwing myself on set pieces. I dive through a couch. I dive on top of a dining room table. I roll off of dining room chairs onto the floor. I do so many prat falls. In the show. Did it take you a while to get used to the costumes and the wig? You know, it did, actually. Um, the wig is iconic. It's, I mean, Delia, you know, who else wears, other than, like you the, know, the who, you know, what, what do you call it? The, um, like the, the Cindy Lou Who, Whoville yeah. people? It, do, it does remind me of a Whoville wig. You're right. Other than, you know, the Whoville and the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas musical, who gets to wear, you know, that kind of crazy wig? Um, you immediately know when you, when I enter the stage, oh, this woman, just by the wig alone, I've literally said nothing <laughs> and I will get a response just because I've entered with this insane top knot thing happening on my head. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, you know that she's kooky and fun. Um, the costumes are, uh, for the most part, very comfortable for me. I'm very fortunate. Um, um, because I have to move around a lot. I have to do a lot of pratfalls. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very comfy. They fit my body really well. They're gorgeous to look at. Bright colors. Yeah. Um, of course, the iconic end of the show, ball gown, which is the black and white. Um, uh, I mean, it, I call it like the MC Escher dress. MC Escher is a fun, wacky artist. Yeah. The dress is like all warped, and, but it's like cinched waist. So that dress is beautiful. But she is not the most comfortable mm-hmm. um, to dance or to move in because she's a gown. She's like corset. It's a corseted gown. Right. And then it goes all the way to the floor. Um, so it's a little difficult to move in, but I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's so beautiful to wear. Uh, yeah, for sure. So what was going through your head during your first day You're standing there at the table. You're like, day like yeah, what was yeah. go what was that like for you? Um, well, the very first 
first time I did it was like, oh no, I'm going to screw this up. Because it's an iconic moment. Everybody knows Catherine O'Hara doing that in the movie. Um, and it's an iconic moment in the show because it's it's um, so well known. Um, now, of course, it's easy for me to do because I know that everyone's going to usually have some kind of reaction from it. Um, but it's thrilling. It's exhilarating. I mean, to step into the shoes of Catherine O'Hara, who I'm a huge fan of, not yeah. only from the movie Beetlejuice, but from Schitt's Creek, you know, from all of her um, Christopher, uh, Christopher Guest movies, like... It's a big responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. To step into her shoes. Um, exhilarating, would say I would say would be exhilarating, slightly terrifying. Also, I'm literally picking the note out of nowhere because I I don't I don't the, the orchestra doesn't play the note for me. I have to basically I I think there's one moment on stage where I hear the, the pitch and then I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little scary. Um, but overall just it, it, thrilling. It's a thrilling moment in the show. Sure. Yeah, since you mentioned that you're friends with Leslie Kritzer, did you like chat with her? Like, hey, guess what? I'm going to be daily on the tour. And I did when I went to see the show again at the Marquee. Um, I messaged her and Alex Brightman. I'm also friends with Alex um, and David Josephsberg, who played um, Adam Maitland on mm-hmm. Broadway. Um, I texted her. I was like, hey, I'm saying I'm at the show, and she didn't even. She, all she had to do was say, "Are you going on tour, Beetlejuice?" She knew, and I was like. She's like, I know because I know you and I know that that would be a fun role for you. Um, We actually messaged back and forth quite a lot because I um, I had questions about the pratfalls and like how to be safe, Mm -hmm. you know, to not hurt my body. And I was like, what did you do to protect yourself? And she would like give me all kinds of tips and helpful hints Mm -hmm. to provide this role eight shows a week. Um, so we used to, we go back and forth about, you know, like, well, what, what do you do for this? Like, how long do you, um, hold the note? You know, that kind of stuff. She yeah. was very kind and helpful. Um, she didn't have to be, but she was, cause she's an incredible person. So, yeah. What are some of your personal favorite musicals? Oh, favorite musical Chicago. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's my dream show. Dream role. Val McKelly in Chicago. Want to do it so badly. Um, Gosh, there's a Bright Star. I want to play Carmen Cusack's role for Anne Bright Star. Um, I'd love to do Into the Woods. I'd love to play the witch someday in Into the Woods. Um, I, there are so many. Uh, so many. I'd love to originate a a principal or a leading role on Broadway in a new musical. That is like an unknown situation. I I, I would like I would like to do that. Um, yeah. Someday we'll see what what happens down the line. I would love to do. Um, I would love to do Rocky Horror Show. I think that that'd would be, be fun. fun. I feel like um, Delia Dietz would be perfect in Rocky Horror. Like if she were to go into that world, she'd fit in perfectly. She would be like, "Oh, I'm home." <laughs> yeah, I feel like it'll I, be like when Alphaba goes to the Emerald City. Exactly. Oh, here I am. Oh, this totally makes sense. Uh, Wicked. That would be a fun show to do. I would. I would love to do Wicked too. Like I said, so many shows, but the ones I named, I would say, are probably probably like the forefront of my mind right now yeah what are some of your songs that are like on your go-to playlist oh gosh go-to playlist songs uh, like musicals or and it could be any it could be like pop it could be musicals um i'm a big well, i'm a big fan of um of adele i love adele's voice i love her artistry um i love 80s pop rock <laughs> 
It's okay. My best friend loves it too. I love eighties pop rock. I love nineties. I'm a big, I'm a big like oldies fan. Um, I actually listen to a lot of Elton John, <laughs> um, Benny and the Jets. Uh, oh, if you could replace the Broadway, like if you could actually have real Broadway stars in the prom, who would you have play like play themselves in the prom? Like, you know, you had Dee Dee Allen and Barry and all them, but who would you want to see, like, as themselves doing, you know, being the Broadway stars in the prom? Okay. I think Kristen Chenoweth would be so funny as Dee Dee Allen. So different than um, Beth, who, Beth Level is Dee Dee Allen. I mean, the characters were actually, they're like alter egos of the the actual actors, Mm -hmm. which is kind of um, I think Kristen Chenoweth would be a, a very different version of, of Dee Dee, but I think it would be really fun to watch her do her own stuff. Yeah, so it'd be um, like Kristen Chenoweth is Kristen Chenoweth, but is Dee Dee Allen? I think um, if she were if she were still with us, um, I think Anne Ranking as Angie would have been amazing. Oh um, yeah, she to me is Angie. Other than the actual Angie Shore, Angie Shore once again plays Angie in the show. Mm-hmm. She is also literally angie so it's literally her role as herself yeah but if a new person like playing that i think Anne ranking would have been so fierce um barry gosh you know i feel like sean hayes (laughs) that's a good one sean hayes is a good one i asked alexa that question she said billy porter oh billy porter would have been another choice I'll just, i actually also think billy porter would have been funny as um as trent oh yeah billy porter went to my school he went to carnegie mellon um and we knew we know we know each other through through a carnegie mellon alum yeah um i think he would be the obvious choice for a berry but i think he'd be really interesting as trent i would love him to sing love thy neighbor oh yeah i think he would be i think he would be so slay um i think sean hayes as berry would be iconic Oh, for sure. On a scale from one to ten, how good do you think you are at pin curls? Oh, I'd say a ten. Ah. Oh, I'd say a ten. I'm pretty, pretty great. It's been twenty years of doing it. Yeah. I I learned from the best paper mill playhouse in Milburn, Milburn New, New, New Jersey. Yes, I've heard. Yeah, yes. Uh, Paper Mill, I worked out five times, and I worked there in 2007 doing a production of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and I didn't really know how to do my pin curls very well over the years. I think I was in my early 20s, and um, they basically were like, you have no idea how to do your pin curls, and you have to do them right. So they taught me how to do my pin curls, and also to take them out and have your hair look beautiful afterwards. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. That is a rare thing, and I've learned over the years how to do that. So I would say maybe a nine and a half, ten. I have my off days. With yeah, everyone does. Yeah. What was the last show you saw before tour, before you left to go to, to Kentucky for the previous? It was the revival of 1776. Ah. Um, I saw it on a random afternoon off for Beetlejuice rehearsal. And it was so beautiful and interesting and different because it's women. Women, playing, right. Um, playing uh, the forefathers. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed myself. Very, um, 
a very bold move by by the Roundabout Theater Company and also by Diane Paulus. I had a great time. I had a lot of friends in it too, so that was that was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Yes. What in the in the works show are you most looking forward to seeing? Oh, what am I looking forward to seeing? Um, you know what I really want to see? What? Back to the Future, the musical. That's gonna actually be really good. I think. I've heard it's great in London. I'm a huge fan of the movies. Like I grew up on those movies, and my father is a um, high school um, science teacher. Oh, that's cool! At, at the school that Back to the Back to the Future was filmed at. That's so cool. Not wild. It's called Whittier High School in Southern California, in Whittier, California, and that's where all the movies were filmed. Um, so I grew up on those movies. And uh, I just think it's going to be really interesting to see how it's going to go. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be brilliant because I love those those movies so much. Yeah. And what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? A fun fact? That not, okay. Um, I think a fun fact would be, well, coming back full circle with Delia, um, is I believe in um, mediumship and the power of crystals and um, the other side, meaning mm-hmm. spirits. Yeah, that. like the Long Island medium and the Tyler Henry stuff. Yes, um, I have two mediums that I that I that I talk to. Um, very gifted individuals um, who talk to my to my relatives and like relay messages for me. Um, they're also psychic mediums, and they have literally predicted. They predicted Beetlejuice happening. They predicted. Um, um, me going on tour with the prom really quickly. They didn't actually say the word the prom, but they knew something was coming that was that experience. Mm-hmm. They predicted um, Camelot, the Broadway revival. Um, they predicted that, which I did end up booking and decided not to do on Broadway because I wanted to play Delia on the Beetlejuice tour. So um, they're incredible, and uh, I, I really feel like it's a whole other world that people don't really understand or know about me. But, um, yeah, I have a lot in common with Delia on that level, and that's something a lot of people know, is I meditate with my crystals, and I talk to, you know, the spirits. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Once again, I've been speaking with Kate Marley from the national tour of Beetlejuice the Musical and four hit Broadway shows. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with Jenna Balaslander from the national tour of Jagged Little Pill and King Kong on Broadway.